0: La-dee-da-dee-dum, la-dee-da-dee-dum What's the name of that song? At least two or three times every year, my high school jazz band played a song that I grew to love. It was probably listed in a program or two, but I never noticed what its name was. I last heard it the year I graduated in 1969, but it's been stuck in my head ever since as my most beloved and persistent earworm. My son Tom was in Duluth East High School's jazz band, but I never heard them play it, and it didn't occur to me to ask Tom if they ever played it in a practice, which was too bad. When I hummed it eight years after he graduated, he immediately recognized it, but he couldn't remember the name. At least I finally had confirmation that my earworm was an actual song that my brain had not made up whole cloth. That was 10 years ago. And last week, like a lightning bolt out of a clear blue sky, Tom sent me an email with no subject line or text, just a link to a YouTube video. I clicked on it, and there it was, a full 57 years after I first heard the song and 53 years after I last heard it, Count Basie's orchestra was playing Lil Darlin, written by Neil Hefty for Basie's 1958 album, The Atomic Mr. Basie. Note for note, it sounded exactly as I remembered it. How thrilling to hear it again and to know what it is. I asked Tom how on earth he'd found it and he told me that there are now apps to identify a song when you hum it and a search on Google can do the same thing when you click the microphone. I was impressed and touched that he remembered the song and how badly I wanted to find out what it was. An app called Spotify, which has been available since 2006, can identify any recorded song in its database, which has millions of recordings. But if a group does a cover of their own song with the exact same voices, melody, and instrumentation, Spotify can't identify it unless that exact version is also in the database. The algorithms in newer apps, such as SoundHound or Google itself, not only have a huge database of melodies, but can recognize them in perhaps an almost infinite number of combinations of tempos, pitches, and tones, from whistling and humming to scat. Even so, some parts of a song are more recognizable than others. My son did not get a response when he hummed the first two lines of Lil' Darlin'. It was only in the next two lines that Google came up with the answer. As with human dialects, bird songs can vary regionally, and individual birds may sing their own personal tunes. Some species are famous for how many different songs they sing. A single brown thrasher is known to have sung 2,400 distinct songs. To confound birdsong ID even more, thrashers, mockingbirds, and starlings very often mimic the songs and calls of other species. At a given moment, several birds can be singing along with assorted insects, frogs, mammals, and human-generated sounds. As someone who spent decades desperate to identify a single song and who spent a lifetime studying bird songs, I appreciate not just how frustrating it is when we don't recognize something, but how satisfying when we do figure it out. Unfortunately, describing bird songs with human words is very hard. If someone uses the word spiraling in their description of a Northwoods bird, they're usually describing a veery. And if they whistle a white-throated sparrow or black-capped chickadee song, I can give them the answer just like that. But few bird songs are that easy. Fortunately, the Cornell Lab of Ornithology has come up with a wonderful bird identification app called MERLIN that anyone can use to figure out what birds they're hearing. MERLIN started out identifying birds by description, giving the most likely possibilities for the date and location when you answer a few questions. Then it rose to the next level, identifying bird photos when it knows the date and location. And now Merlin can also identify birds by sound. When you're out walking and hear something interesting, you can turn on the app and it will identify with surprising accuracy all the birds singing and calling around you. Merlin is free. So now we can find out what the name of that song is, whether it's produced by a 50s-era big band or an elusive bird singing right that moment, thanks to the wonders of modern technology. From Count Basie to Merlin, how times do change, and at least in this case, for the better. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.